0: Wild Wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. Did you know that there are options other than medications and surgery to naturally shrink your fibroids? Welcome to the Wild Wisdom Show, uh, hosted by a medical doctor with a different spin on health. I'm Dr. Patricia Mills, and today we are going to be talking about Supplements that target underlying causes of uterine fibroid growth. And if you've been following along in this series, you'll know that this topic is near and dear to my heart because I myself had uh, one large fibroid. And fortunately, I was able to shrink it using the approaches that I've been talking about. And I've done a few episodes already on why the fibroids grow in the first place. What kind of food can we help to uh, shrink our fibroids? And today we're going to be talking about supplements. So as a review, for those of you who are joining me for the first time and maybe missed the previous episodes, and maybe you even caught the previous episodes, but you'd need a little review because repetition is important. What you need to understand when we're talking about supplements and understanding how and why they work for inhibiting fibroid for making your fibroids smaller is that research is showing that there is a specific thing that goes wrong in the tissue of the uterus and and that's in the uterine muscle where for reasons that we don't understand yet the aromatase enzyme which is the enzyme uh, enzymes are little protein tools in the body that do things and the function of the aromatase enzyme is to turn testosterone into estrogen. And in women, that's particularly important because that's how we make our estrogen. We make our estrogen from testosterone. And so we want aromatase enzyme activity in places like the ovaries. We do not want aromatase activity inside the muscle of the uterus. And something goes wrong, the aromatase uh, enzymes gets activated in the muscle of the uterus, and it starts to take testosterone and convert it into estrogen. And that excess estrogen in the uterus starts to cause problems, including contributing to the growth of the fibroid. So what we want to do when we're using supplements to target um, aromatase uh, enzymes, we want to be able to inhibit those enzymes uh, and decrease their activity and we don't want to decrease the activity too much because if you take an aromatase inhibitors let's say you take a medication aromatase inhibitor which is available so your doctor can prescribe that for you the problem with those medications is that they do not know that they should only be going to the uterus they go everywhere in the body so they can also affect the production of these enzymes in your ovaries. And medications tend to be very strong. So you get a really strong effect. And so you get quick results, but then you also get side effects. And one of the side effects is you get problems with bone health. You have an increased risk of osteopenia and osteoporosis because that aromatase activity affects the estrogen uh, balance of your whole body. And we need estrogen for our bone health. Our bones have receptors for estrogen on them. So when you overly decrease aromatase enzyme activity throughout the whole body, you're going to have potentially too low levels of estrogen. So it's like that Goldilocks zone and the zone needs to be in the right place. You want enough estrogen in the ovaries. Ideally, little to none in the uterine muscle tissue, and same thing for the endometrium and breast cancer. This is, as I mentioned before in previous episodes, this is a problem that also happens in breast cancer and in endometriosis. So to review, what are the ways that we can inhibit aromatase activity? We've talked already in previous episodes about the specific diet Um, so food. The other way is the supplements. You want the diet that decreases insulin because insulin really stimulates aromatase activity. Insulin is that sugar hormone. And you want supplements that either inhibit the aromatase activity specifically or decrease inflammation in the body because inflammation stimulates that aromatase activity. So insulin and inflammation stimulate aromatase activity in the wrong places, and make them function too much. So what we want to talk about today are the supplement categories. So we can actually create categories of these supplements. And these are all supplements that have been proven in research to affect the activity of aromatase. And the nice thing about these supplements is they are natural. They are minerals, vitamins, and natural plant chemicals. And they, because they are natural and more gentle, yes, they do work slower. It will take longer to see an effect. However, your effect will be um, in the long term more beneficial for the whole body because, as you'll see, these minerals, vitamins, and natural plant chemicals are actually quite supportive of other bodily functions. So, as you're taking them for your fibroid, you're actually also helping other places in your body. So it's the whole body health approach, that holistic approach that we're trying to go for here. So again, if you're joining me live through my private Facebook group for women, and it's free called Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, please feel free to put in your comments. I'll keep checking the comments to see if there's anything that, come up, that comes up and I'll get going. So now... What we're going to look at is the minerals category. And the minerals uh, for aromatase inhibitors is zinc. So zinc is a natural aromatase inhibitor. And again, all of these products we're going to be talking about, all these supplements, they seem to inhibit the aromatase where you don't want too much, but not negatively affect it where you want it to be working like in the ovary. So it's this really lovely... Um, way to approach, um, you know, healing the body. So zinc is an important mineral, usually taken about 15 milligrams a day. And, you know, if you're worried about taking notes and that kind of thing, if you look at the show notes, I've put in the show notes, a link to a protocol that contains all of these supplements listed there for you through the full script platform. And I've joined forces with Fullscript uh, because I discovered that when I, um, you know, as a as a person who is in the health uh, domain, when I have a um, Fullscript account, I can create protocols for you in there. You can register for Fullscript for free. You go in and you click the link for that protocol, and you can choose whether or not you want to purchase through Fullscript. You get ten percent off, and it's free shipping for orders over one hundred and fifty dollars. Um, All through Canada, there's a link through Canada and all through U.S. there's a link for U.S. Or you could use it as a shopping list and go to your local store and buy them locally. So if you'd like to support your local, um, you know, your local businesses, definitely do that. Just use it as a shopping list as an example of what to get. I put a lot of effort into finding really good quality ones. So for example, the zinc one I recommend is liquid, which is the best absorption form. And it has no weird additional non-medicinal ingredients. It's just think sulfate and sulfate's very healthy for you. Um, So it's great absorption, doesn't taste like anything, no weird fillers or additional ingredients that could harm your health. So that's what I'm always looking for is a combination of quality and good price point. So if you need to, um, you know, if you want to access that list, just go into the show notes, click the link that's relevant for you and use it as it serves you. So now we're going to cover vitamins and that is vitamin C. So vitamin C is a natural aromatase inhibitor. And of course, what's wonderful about vitamin C is that it also helps you with your immune system. It helps build skin and collagen and hair and nails. Uh, it helps the body with antioxidant properties, so protecting against damage. So it's really a great vitamin. So, you know, just like with zinc, you know, why not? Why not try it out? Now, this is where it gets really interesting is the natural plant chemicals. So that third category. And the thing is that if you are in health maintenance phase, probably you could get these from your foods. However, if you have a fibroid and it's growing or it has grown to a reasonable size, that's probably an indication that you need to get this now in a concentrated amount in a supplement. So for example, the first one I have here is green tea and the molecular compound is ECGC and what you want to do is make sure that it's the kind that has enough of a dose in it that will make a difference for your fibroid. Again, I put the one I recommend in that full script protocol. The other one is, uh, so and if you want to do this by diet, by the way, you would have to have many, many, many cups of green tea a day for this dose. For maintenance, research shows that two to four cups of green tea a day is really good for health maintenance. Resveratrol is a very well-known uh, plant chemical. Usually, I know it's known to come from grapes. Um, it's found in wine. But in the concentration that is required to make a difference for your fibroids, you would have to drink between 10 to 100 cups of wine a day. And please don't do that. Wine can be very harmful in your, for your health in those doses. So you are looking at supplements, in this case, in order to help. Um, you know, shrink your fibroid if that's what you're trying to go for. Same thing with quercetin. That's Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N, quercetin. And quercetin is found naturally in the skin of uh, onions, red onions, uh, red apples. So it's a flavonoid. It's found within these foods. And it's a very powerful, it also has anti-inflammatory effects in the body. So maybe that's one of the other ways it helps is by decreasing inflammation. It's a really wonderful supplement. I myself will go on it and off it. I'll do three months on and one month off um, just to cycle things. I don't like to be on any one thing for too long, just as a general principle. Um, And quercetin is one of those things that I keep on the rotation quite frequently. The other one is grape seed extract. And grape seed extract has been studied and shown to be an aromatase inhibitor. Again, you're not going to be taking grape seeds and squeezing them and extracting them. This is something that you need to get from a supplement in really good doses, again, to to see the difference that you want to see. And the last one is DIM, and it's a very long. I think it's dil methane. Um, it's a, it's basically a breakdown product of uh, from the plant families of the brassicas. So uh, kale, cabbage, broccoli, Brussels sprouts. Those uh, all have compounds that include indole three carbol, and when that is broken down in the stomach acid that indole-3-carbol turns into DIM, and DIM has amazing benefits for our estrogen health in general. So if you're someone who's suffering from, you know, what is known as estrogen dominance, uh, any problems with, you know, menstrual cycles, uh, menstrual pain, heavy bleedings, um, if you are someone who is at risk for breast cancer because of your family, or you've had breast cancer, DIM is a very interesting supplement to start looking into, and in this case, it does decrease the excess production of estrogen. Uh, Testosterone is also important for our health. We need it for our muscle mass, for libido, for that zest in life. We don't need as much of it as men, but we do need some. So again, we want to protect our natural estrogen and decrease the amount of excess. um, We want to protect our natural testosterone. And decrease the amount of excess estrogen and dim is a really really wonderful um, thing to use Um, in fact a lot of people are really interested in what's called the dutch test um, the dried urine um, testing for hormones Um, so you pee on a paper and they and they send that off for analysis and it tells you the breakdown of different kinds of estrogens in your body and in functional medicine, if it comes back that you have too much of the bad estrogen and not enough of the good estrogen, one of the recommendations is basically to eat this plant family of foods and the supplements that are associated with that plant family that, have, that help in decreasing that bad estrogen and increasing the good one are things like sulforaphane, indole-3-carbol, and um, the DIM. So good one to have in your back pocket. And what we're going to cover now is another supplement that is very interesting because it has been studied in animals with uterine fibroids. And it's not an aromatase inhibitor, but it seems to have a really good effect on fibroids, and that's vitamin D. And the reason I'm bringing it up, even though it's been studied in animals and not in humans, is because. Um, there are natural there are vitamin D receptors on the uterine fibroids as well as throughout the body. And when they gave vitamin d three to, I believe it was rats or mice that had uterine fibroids, it was quite impressive how much those fibroids shrank. Uh, and we do base a lot of our human research off of the findings in animal research. Now, if this was a supplement that was a bit dangerous and came with a risk, I would wait until the um, human studies came out to recommend it. However, as you know, vitamin D is a very safe supplement. The upper tolerable limit is uh, 10,000 international units a day. That means it's unlikely that you're going to have side effects with any dose below that. Most doctors are recommending around 5,000 international units a day, and if you stick to between two. And 2,000 and 5,000, you're pretty safe. If you're worried about having too much vitamin D, then stick to the 2,000 international units. And what we find is that it has been shown to help with many, many things in the body. So while you would be supplementing to see if it helps with your fibroids, you could also be benefiting from it in terms of bone health, brain health, um, heart health, all of those things. When you go into the full script protocol, you're gonna see that I have provided a vitamin D3 that comes with a vitamin K2. You should always be taking vitamin D3 with K2. That's really important for bone health, as well as magnesium, by the way. So while you're in there, you might wanna check out the magnesium protocol. So in order for calcium to get into the bo- to get be absorbed into your body and then get into the bones rather than staying in the tissues and causing problems in the tissues and in the blood you need the vitamin D3 the K2 and the magnesium. So in summary what we've talked about today is that supplements can be used as one of the tools in your toolbox to decrease fibroid growth. However, in my opinion They work best if you target the underlying causes of the fibroid growing in the first place, which is if you go back to previous episodes talking about why fibroids happen, what are the triggers of it, and then the other episode that talked about dietary ways to manage fibroids, those are more root cause solutions and also decreasing inflammation. So eating a diet that doesn't spike your hormone insulin too much, which means a diet low in sugar. And doing things to decrease inflammation in your body, which we'll be talking about um, in the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about stress response and toxins tolerance, negatively affecting inflammation, which can then stimulate the growth in your fibroids. If you just take supplements and you don't pay attention to the food, the inflammation, the stress and the toxins, you will probably not get the full benefit of the results that you're looking for and hoping for. However, supplements can be like a catalyst, the things that sparks the recovery, that speeds up the healing. And oftentimes when you add them in, you get faster, better results. So that's what we're talking about today is supplements to that target underlying causes of uterine fibroid growth. Thank you so much for your interest and attention today. I hope you found this extremely valuable. If you did, please share, save, and subscribe so that more people can find these episodes and benefit from this wild wisdom. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your evening, day or night, depending on when you catch this, and I'll see you in the next show. Bye.
1: Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info.com at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at drpatriciamills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health.